Hey, welcome. It's Adam. BradleyResentsBradleyResents.com. Today's guest is Wayne Fetterman. He's a great comedian. Go check him out on his AOL hometown homepage. Hometown page. Hometown home page. Hey, today's guest is Wayne Fetterman. He's a great comedian. He's doing something really cool this weekend starting Thursday. He's doing the first annual Wayne Fetterman International Film Festival. And it's here in Los Angeles at the Cine Family on the Fairfax in my old hood. This is amazing. He's got great top comics. First doing stand-up, then introducing a great film, then doing a Q&A after the film with, with Wayne. So, I mean, Thursday is Gary Shandling presenting King of Comedy, and then Margaret Cho presents Darling. Annie Kindler is on the bill for Saturday doing Modern Romance. Paul F. Tompkins is presenting Topsy Turvy. Doug Menson is doing the movie Interruption, doing Cocktail. Apparently he does a podcast about movies. I'm not, I don't know. Kevin Pollack presents The In-Laws, which is the original, and is Peter Falk, Alan Arkin, great film. Maybe he'll do his walking impression. I don't know. Anyway, check it out. It's in Los Angeles, the Cine Family. Go to our Facebook page for more information for the Proudly Resents Facebook page for the first annual Wayne Fetterman International Film Festival. And I'll also put it up on ProudlyResents.com. Enjoy the show. You are listening to Proudly Resents. Oh, reason. I, I can't even hear you. Well. Hi, this is Sammy Wazell, uh, Proudly Resents. The Cult Movie Podcast. The Adam Biggest Men Show. To all you Proudly Resents listeners out there, just remember, you can't test on hospitality. How about Welcome to Proudly Resents, ProudlyResents.com. Adam Spiegelman. I'm here with comedian Wayne Fetterman. Yes. Yes, that's all you need. Thank you very much for coming downtown RZO Hothouse Studios. This is my first time here. What do you think? Uh, like I said, when I came up the elevator, it's a little sketchy neighborhood. Dodgy, dodgy. as they say in England. So dodgy <laughs> down there. There was a lot of... Uh, Thank you for classing up the neighborhood by saying, well, making it British. And uh, uh, let me... Oh, this is interesting. You would use... Because a lot of people use these mics more for uh, performance, like you would be on stage as opposed to in a studio. I just hope it sounds all right for the people at home. Well, it makes it feel like you're in a club. Mm. No? I don't know. What are you thinking? I was thinking more you would need like an SM57 or something like that. Yeah. We were trying to. They had FM56. And yeah, like, these are right. If you can't go seven, then yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, out. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about this great 80s after-school special style anti-drug movie called Shattered. If your kid's on drugs, kids, K-I-D, apostrophe S, meaning your one kid is on drugs. Kids, yeah, it right. Yeah, it's kind of a weird title. Yeah, shattered. If your kids on drugs, yeah, I think that's what that's called. Shattered. If your kids on drugs, yeah, that's what it means. So, but one means, kid, the other no, one's it means, fine. No, it's it, it's an, you're missing the point. What is the point? The here? point is if your kid is on drug, but instead of saying is, they do the apostrophe. Yeah, but what, do they take the I out? But they're making the so, single of kids. If your kids are on drugs. No. No. I'm saying shattered if your kid's on drugs is the name of it, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a good title. And they must have gone through a lot terrible, of titles. Terrible. Terrible <laughs> title. Terrible. First of all, it's not a famous after-school special. Oh, my God. It's well-known. It's, it's, a, it's a cable. 
you would have had to have cable television was in it 1986. Really? It was not for AB, It was not an ABC after-school special. If you see it, there's no commercial breaks, nothing like that. Do you know what network it was for? AMC. Really? Yeah, yeah. Now, Excuse me. Yes. It's either AMC or USA. It's one of those two. It's one of a... I, this is the weird thing. I'm going to tell you right now. I talked to the producer of this movie. That's amazing. God, that's embarrassing. I can't remember. It's either USA, maybe USA. It's USA. It can't be AMC. I don't think there was AMC. <laughs> it was for USA, and they were trying to get into that business at the time. Because you know the language is like, she says, screw you, and like there's some, you know, there's some very adult language for that thing. Hey, definitely for the kids. There's phone rings. It's yeah, not, what does that mean? Do I have to pick that up? You better get that. We like the people who work here at RJ. Those are the people at AMC. They're like, we had nothing to do with it. We were a movie channel back we then. We did Breaking Bad. Why would we Why do something we, else? Yeah, we had no idea we were even going to do original programming back then. The whole thing's on YouTube, but the funny thing is if you yes. go on YouTube, it is not just shattered if your kid's on drugs, debatable on spelling and right. pronunciation, but it's Megan follows in shattered. Like every part starts with the girl in the movie. Because she's famous. Where is she famous? You don't know who she is? Megan Follows? Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm not hip. Maybe I'm too old. Am I not she with the kids? She was in like Canada's like most famous television production ever, which was not SCTV, right, that's which we, we all know. We all, the comedy nerds know, but something called Anne of Green Gables. Anne with an E. You've never seen it? She was, That was her? She was Anne with an E. Wow. Yeah. And she, and she did that, and, then, and there was a sequel to it, and then another sequel. I mean, it's like the biggest thing out of Canada. And if there's any Canadians, email me at my website if I'm wrong about that. But I really feel like that's one of the... It's got to be one of the biggest things coming out of Canada. You still the juice Bigger than candy. Stuff. Bigger than giant candy. <laughs> so she She's started here. She's a huge... No, no, no. I, you know, I don't know if she... I assume she did this right before she did Anne. I would think, because I don't know when that started. Choose your... Yeah, I mean, you could look it up on your IMDb thing. But, uh, and I think her name is pronounced Megan, believe it or not. Oh. Not Megan. I think they do a weird kind of Canadian. <laughs> well, it is Canadian. Some sort of Saskatchewan, <laughs> some sort of Vancouver pronunciation. But I believe that's, and she's, I love her. I, she's this ridiculously talented actress. And uh, Have you seen her in, in anything else? Have you seen Anna Green Gable? No, I saw her also. There was, uh, yeah, I saw, I saw Anne, the original. I never saw either of the two sequels. Colleen Dewhurst is in it. I know it's kind of weird that I would watch it, but it's so compelling, so wonderful. It's just ridiculous. And I, I know I'm supposed to make fun of it because I'm a comedian, but it's not. It's really, really, you, really. You, that's your line. Like, a lot of people have their line. Like, they, they won't cross. You won't make fun of Anna Green Gables. I will not. Some people won't do 9-11. You'll do 9-11 jokes. <laughs> All I, I did them right the next day. The next day. On 9-12. On 9-12, <laughs> I was doing those jokes. But, no, I won't do it. And I don't. Here's the weird thing about me. It's like. I like racist jokes. Yes. I like uh, homophobic jokes. Uh-huh. Let me tell you the one kind of joke I don't like. Uh-huh. The practical joke. What do you mean? I just feel like practical jokes aren't funny. What's a practical joke? Like when you make, you don't know what a practical joke is. No. I don't know. You've never heard that expression. No. I'm not, I don't work in comedy. Okay. A practical joke is like um, the television show. Um, it, was, it was like hidden, like a hidden camera show or like... Uh, What's, the, what's that show on MTV punked. where they punk somebody? Yeah. Uh-huh. That's what a practical joke is. Oh, it's a big, long... You just basically are lying to someone, yeah. and you get them to believe them. And that's right. And then you're like, ah, oh, we were just kidding. Like, of course joke. I believe... Like, why would I not believe why you're in you a uniform? Right, right. Exactly. There's a crash car through a window. Why would I not believe that you crashed your car through a window? That's what I'm saying. There's no joke. 
Oh, There's no joke feel really awful. other than just like, oh, I'm relieved that's that wasn't my car. That's a car that looks exactly like mine that's now covered in cement. They're the worst. They're, I don't even know why how they got classified as jokes. Well, the practical joke. They're oh. called practical jokes. Look yeah. it up. Look it up. Look You're it learning up. a lot today about jokes. Well, the way you said practical joke it did not sound like practical joke. It sounded like the practical joke. So you've heard of? I've heard of practical jokes. Oh but but it, not practical jokes. Yes, exactly right. I'm, I'm holding by that. I'm standing tall on that. Right. Yeah. I've never been called on that, but interesting. The way you said it, you know, like I don't know if you're using a fake British accent. I'm not using it. Canadian, this maybe it's just for vegan fellows. Follows. She is in it. She's in. It. She's and old. also, but you know who else is in? Shattered. If your kid's on drugs. Yeah, this is with the marquee names. I thought. Well, well. Dermot Mulrooney, is that his name? First role? Yes, yeah, first role. And then, but even more impressive, Burt Reynolds and... Uh, Judd Nelson. Judd Nelson. I, I, was, I was, Yeah, yeah, I always think of him as Judd Hirsch, but that's a different <laughs> guy, right? That's a different Judd. That's a sexier Judd. Right, right. Uh, that's the... That's <laughs> if you want sex, you go Hirsch. But I did look it up, and it's weird, because I can understand Reynolds kind of doing it, because at that point, he was already... He's way past his peak. It was before Evening Shade, which was on the way down. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was like he had already done Smokey 3. Yeah. You know, he was like... He was running like, out of ideas. Yeah, yeah, he was running out of ideas. But uh, Nelson was coming off of St. Elmo's Fire. St. Elmo's Fire. Right. <laughs> also apostrophe. <laughs> and uh, The Breakfast Club. Yeah, he was the height of his career. It's really... Yeah, I have no idea. So I asked... You know, there's a rumor going around when I looked this up. I was like, what, what's going on with this? that they had to do this movie to satisfy a judge's order on some sort of drug conviction. I think I started that rumor. It's all, you didn't start. It's all <laughs> over the internet. Like, because they're not actually in the movie. They're like separately. They sort of, you hear their voices and they cut to them, but they're nowhere near Earl Holloman or any of these actors. But when I talked to the producer, Eddie Kritzer, he said it was absolutely not true, that, that Burt Reynolds did it. And I assume... I mean, we got to find Judd. If anyone knows Judd, let's find out exactly why he did it, that he did it just to do something with Burt Reynolds. Just you know? so he can work with Burt. I assume that's, what, that's, that's my assumption, because there's no reason for him to do something like that on the uh, USA. But it was fascinating. I didn't see it when it first came out. So. But it opens up, you probably didn't have cable. You didn't probably no, have... I, did. I don't know if I did have cable. Did you grow up with cable? No, no. And I do remember when they were laying it, because they literally had to dig up the front lawn to put it in. Uh-huh. My dad going, this will never work. <laughs> like my dad was so <laughs> lame. Who, no one would ever pay for television, all right? I remember right. hearing, like, home box office? So they put a box around your TV. <laughs> that is the dumbest thing. If I want to see a movie, I'll go to the movies. And I've, I've, not, I've been a late adopter to everything. The internet, too. I don't know if you felt that. Were you also a naysayer? I was, no, no. I, the, the internet I got right away. Uh-huh. But what, I tell you what I thought was a bad idea and turned out to be a bad idea was CD-ROMs. Do you remember those? Yeah, that was going to be the thing. Yeah, that was going to be the thing, but it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't. Now, you know, it's weird. You know, YouTube is only a little over five years old. Right. And it's changed everything. It seems weird, right? It's it seems like we've always had it. Yeah. That, well, not that we've always had it, but five, only five years. Uh-huh. And the amount of time, I feel like I've spent five years just <laughs> watching. I would love to know who their, uh, like their logarithms and, the, you know, that link different videos to what you're watching. Uh-huh. Those options on the right-hand side. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, they're brilliant. Because after they're, a while, they get kind of sketchy, you feel like. Well, I feel like at the bottom, they, they, they throw in some crazy curveballs. <laughs> so, why is Johnny Cash there? Okay. How is this connected at all? I'm watching Casablanca. Okay. But it's... Uh, 
Yeah, I love it. I, lo- I think it's, uh, well, uh, that's enough said. I, I like YouTube. So you're saying it's going to be around? YouTube. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there's some rights situations, and they may clamp down. Oh, on it's that. very shady. Yeah, yeah. Well, they still. I feel like it is an elite. Like we're all in on this illegal. Like. Well, do you think it's because of Napster? Like Napster was another thing that I I'm, again, I'm a late adopter. Yeah. Everyone in my office was downloading music on their computer for and what, free. What is this? Oh, you're saying office? You mean bedroom? And you're sleeping well, all okay, day? Okay, myself and my bear. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> but everyone's like, "This is great. You get any right. song you want." And I was like. Uh, it'll never work. It's stealing, you know. But anyway, but they w- did shut that down. But now they're saying music business got hurt by, it and they should have gave in right away. Like iTunes, they should have come up with that structure. So now I think TV's being more and movies more lenient on to, letting people uh, steal stuff. Yeah, on Facebook at least. Like Facebook can get away with if you watch like on CNN. You watch. Yeah. Uh, well, I watched uh, Piers Morgan tonight, and they'll do an interview with an actor, and they'll show an old clip from their movie. Yeah, it says via YouTube. They're crediting right. YouTube. Because they can take it off of YouTube, but they can't take it off of a DVD because YouTube already stole it. I, I agree with you. I've seen it. I have <laughs> seen it. Blown. I, I have seen it. I, I don't know exactly how it's all going to work. I mean, I, obviously, a lot of times with music, I see people's like home videos are like, this was my mom and dad's reunion or you know anniversary, and I put, uh, I will always love you underneath, and now they took it down. You know, they, they do strip music out. Well, now they do another thing where they'll leave the song on, but the, and the bottom put a banner ad so you can buy the song. Right. So that's the trade-off. I don't know. It's, it's interesting. We'll, uh, we'll see what happens. But the, I used to be, this is crazy, but when I first moved to New York City, I was a founding member in the top 100, top first 100 members of something called the Museum of Television and Radio. Holy shit! Really? It was just called the Museum of Television at that time. There was no radio at the time. And they didn't. I mean, they, <laughs> they did, but it was invented. just called the Museum of Television at that right. time. And they, uh, and at that time, it was so. I don't know. Have you ever been to that? Museum? Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, but was at, it? at that time, you went in there, sat down, filled out like went through a card catalog. There was nothing computerized. It was amazing. Yeah. Like a, <coughs> excuse me, like a library, and then you gave them the number. They would hand you a Betamax tape of like, oh, this is Milton Berle, Texaco Star Theater in 1949. And then you brought it back to your booth, you put it into a little Betamax machine and played play. Yeah, and you have your, your headset, you wear a headset. Yeah, but and now it's all, all around. Yeah, but now it's all digital because people kept stealing the tapes. Were they stealing the tapes? Oh my God, there was a big thing, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. People would come in there, they'd have a, a Betamax tape with them and they return that and next thing you know, oh my oh. God, I got the original Ernie Kovacs or whatever the geeks yeah, were yeah. into at the time. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so I was there right at the start of that. But now I feel like YouTube is almost as good as a museum of television. In a weird way, better, because I've seen stuff that they don't have at the Museum of Television. Who's Radio. putting that stuff up, you think? People who stole just the, people, the Betamax? Just people, well, yes, those people <laughs> who stole. And uh, I, I don't know, just people have it in their private collections. And, you know, be, those home VHS machines came around in the late 70s. So starting in 78... You started getting people taping stuff off television. Yeah. So, so from then, but then the earlier stuff, I don't know, like people that worked on, you know, like we're talking about Johnny Cash. I can see it's a lot of those shows, or or and now they come out on DVD and people buy it and transfer it and stuff. Uh, I don't know. I love it. I love it's it. I mean, I mean, I can't imagine saved. being a kid and like, oh, I'm interested in Richard Pryor and like what you can see of Richard Pryor now, like that. You have, free. To, you, you have to snap your finger. No, you yeah, have to, you have to make that yeah. loud noise. Yeah, yeah. We, have to, we don't apologize for yeah. that. Anyone listening? And uh, so one guy cr- drove into a tree, but <laughs> listen, you had it coming. It's like that. Right. Um, 
Yeah, I would just love it. I would love to have like seen all of that stuff. Yeah, and it's around now. And uh, but it, it, going back to this, Burt, why? Yes. Why do you think Burt Reynolds? According to Kritzer, he he was friends with Kritzer's ex-wife, who was the other producer of the show. I don't know what her name. You can see it on the credit. Right. And they uh, they just asked him. He said, "Yeah, I'll do it." It's bizarre. It's a bizarre. And then he goes. Because when he told me about it, it's like it's like it's, we wanted to do a, like it's, it's a wonderful life thing where they're like looking oh, over this thing. Yeah, but they're not angels at all. They're just two creepy dudes following them around, commenting they're, on their lives. They're they're driving through the town. Yes. The movie opens with them entering the town like they're gonna kill them and uh, then leave town. Like Henry Porter's Serial Killer Three. Serial totally killer three. in a pickup. Like who are these guys? <laughs> Clarence never showed up in a pickup truck. No, it's ridiculous. Two stars blinking. <laughs> Big, yes. <laughs> Exactly. They're, so in a weird way, so these two huge movie stars drive into wherever, somewhere in the valley, it looks like, right? And then, It looks like Calabasas. Oh, it does? It looks yeah. more like that? Okay. And then, uh, and then they kind of narrate it and give little tips on what you should do. But it was interesting, like, how much therapy was into, like, how much they pushed, oh, therapy, you'll go to therapy, and that'll be the answer for it. Yeah, and the therapist was kind of like the savior, like he was the guy. Yeah, who, yeah, like that's the rational guy. Uh-huh. I mean, it's like religion, one of those propaganda films without the propaganda. No, it was propaganda. I'm just saying, I You're just feel propaganda like... You're saying propaganda for therapy? Yeah, I just feel like... got together and gave some money to I just feel like they were, at that time, like, people thought, like, oh, I'll just put my kid in therapy, and that'll uh-huh. take care of it. Like, therapy only works if the kid wants to go to therapy. Right. You can't be forced to go to therapy and expect any results at all, <laughs> ever. They're going to be like, this is a waste of time, and yeah. You know what? Uh, now you say that, it's, yeah. I have another view of the movie. It's like one of those cult films. Like, I don't want to say the Scientologist, but have you ever seen that on YouTube? Right. They have their orientation film. Oh, they do? It keeps getting pulled down. People keep putting it back up. But Oh, I'd like to see that. Yeah, I'd highly recommend it. And uh, Is it called Shattered? <laughs> it's called Shattered. If your kid's a little lost and walking around Hollywood Boulevard? But it's the same idea. Like we will say, we will solve your problems. Right, right, right. Right. I'm not saying either what anything's good or bad, but they're just saying we can solve. It. Here's the problem. Here's how to solve it, and we'll solve it. Got it. Got it. Uh, uh, I, I don't know. I have not seen that film. But uh, what year was that produced? Do you think? What the uh, Scientology film? Yeah. Probably the 70s. Oh, really? That far? Early right? 80s. Oh, okay. Maybe? Is it on film or video? Do you know? Oh, that's another film. thing. Interesting about Shattered. Yeah. Shattered on vid. But like, like video, a, like home video, like your dad would have. No, I think it was above a VHS. I not was, much. I th- well, maybe what they're using soap operas in the studio. Yeah, yeah. It seemed but like, outside. Yeah, it seemed like that kind of camera. The lighting was off outside. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. It was. It was too bright because it's in the valley. Or yeah. In, you gotta. You gotta check it out. You got whoever's the four people listening. That's one of the last guests I just did said there was one. So I've got. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you built up an audience. <laughs> the other two people. It's called Shattered. And I guess you could just see it on YouTube, right? It's all. Oh, oh! Uh, another thing Critcher told me is like it was a huge hit on the uh, home video market. Oh, really? Yeah, he said it was like number one rental. I guess that was the time when they were those video stores pre-blockbuster and the, these little mom, mom and pop. Exactly, and it's weird. It's always mom first. <laughs> Pop's doing all the work. Yeah, yeah. Pop's Pop, Pop is not doing anywhere. I feel like mom gets a lot of credit. Yeah, it seems yeah. like Pop's doing more work. But anyway, these little. Yeah, so they said it rented really well on VHS. Well, do you think the parents rented, like, you want to watch a movie tonight? Here, watch this. Right, right. And then they leave, so they don't have to talk to the kid and let the kid figure out uh, about how to f- solve their own drug problem. Or do you think people rented it ironically? 
and got uh, high right, to it. Right, got high. Because a lot and of played, great... Played the game. Every time Burt Reynolds came on, you had to take a toke. <laughs> Do they still use that term? <laughs> they use it in the movie. There's a lot of like cheesy... It, it's just like... Uh, Mar- was it... Uh, Reefer Madness, kind of like that feeling of the scenes with the people getting high, never looks natural in movies. Right, right. It right. never looks. I don't know. I disagree. Movies. I disagree. I but in like I felt propaganda, like in, I felt like in Saint Elmo's Fire. I felt like was the propaganda where it's supposed to be bad. Oh yeah, it's always you know, they're in, they're literally in a in a VW. B- but I band. think the appeal to this movie is not for you. And let me tell you why: because uh-huh. you don't know Anne of Green Gables. Right. But if you knew this character she plays is it's like from. The 18, maybe the late 1800s or something, pre-automobile, as innocent as you could be trying to find her way through the world. Uh-huh. And to see her literally snorting Coke. She snorts Coke in this movie. Yeah, yeah. She says yeah. things go better with Coke. And yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like, I think that's the appeal of the movie. Just like, you got to be kidding. It would be like... Uh, Webster. Well... No better. Who would be like the most innocent, like... like like the girl from uh, Melissa Gilbert. Yeah, that's perfect. What was the name of that show? Little House on the Prairie. It was yeah. like that kind of thing. Uh-huh. Like cute, but like spunky. Right. You know, and, <laughs> and all of a sudden she's in a movie and she's a hooker on Hollywood Boulevard doing co- people would be like, what the hell? Why do who? How did her manager? Like Julie Andrews and SOB. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. The, we're the only two people who've seen that movie. No, I know it. I know it. That was her husband did that. Yeah. But, um, but she's, I like, I like Megan. A lot. I like her. Megan. She did. She did a movie where she's like a, she's a female hockey player as a kid, and they kick that? her off the team. I can't remember the name of it. Oh, and was then, it a Mighty uh, Duck film? It was no, 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 no. I, I don't, I don't know what the name of it. But to, at the end, she comes in and helps them win the game. She's, she's only a girl. She's only a girl, but she's spunky. <laughs> she is spunky. She's spunky. She opens up a mom and pop place eventually. Her own. We're uh, just mom. Oh really? Just yeah, like, wow. I think she's a single mom. Wow, progressive. I know that that shocks me. Well, they they do they do drugs in the VW van, and there's like that typical kind of just like Reefer Madness, was Dylan McDermott's like the bad guy. He's got the cut off denim uh, vest, and right. he's he's smoking crack, and he's trying to get them to smoke. It's casually smoking right. crack, like yeah. I like that he was like in the crack. He was like saying, "Oh yeah, it's just it's crack. It's just." It's like a more, he said it was like a more expensive version of cocaine, which yeah. is the exact opposite. Right. It's like the cheaper version of cocaine. <laughs> it's, the, it's the inner city cheap version of it. But uh, yeah, they like, they, I, I don't know. I, did you do a lot of drugs in high school? I didn't do any drugs in ever. high school. Ever. No, not ever. But it, you, did you experiment? Is this weird to ask? No, Just no, tell no, me no. to stop this. No, no. In high school, I, I was 100% against drugs. Once I was peer pressured to smoke pot, I went home and I took a, like a silkwood shower. I hated it. <laughs> uh, I drank in high school. You did? Yeah, but the drugs I thought was too much. But in college, I think as soon as my parents tr- turned the car around, I was like, oh, what's this? And smoked for five years, which is why I was in college. So you smoked years. once marijuana in high school? No, once by mis- like just peer pressure. What, court? what does that mean, just peer pressure? It's either smoking or you didn't. I don't like that. Like that doesn't count. No, it was because of peer pressure. Of course, everyone does it because that's not, not that big a deal. That like you're saying, that's how most people start. Right, but I and the, but I I was so ashamed that I wouldn't do it, and then in college I was like open to it and, and did it until I graduated, and not not nonstop, but really the moment I did graduated. Did you ever have a bong? Like have one in your? I had one or where a pipe I lived. Or a pipe? I probably had a pipe, but I never owned a bong. Right. Uh, when in New York, I lived with a guy, and I wasn't smoking at all. I, Turned off by it, and we were, we hated each other. We're friends now. Anyway, I 
last day I'm there, I kick over his fucking bong and break it. Like this wow. glass bong. Wow. And I was like, fuck, I don't even smoke pot. And I remember this guy. So I had to buy another bong. And I was broke. But that's my old drug. Did you go to a head shop to get that bong? Well, it was in New York. It was a lot. And they didn't make glass. They don't make glass bongs anymore. I don't know. I don't, I've never bought any drug. You've never done it. Ever in my life. Ever. I'm too I, cheap to buy that type yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm only like... But oh, have you it, done drugs? Well, this is the weird thing. It's like I'm a drug experimenter, but not a user. Uh-huh. So I've never like... If it's the right situation, I'll do almost any drug. But I'm not like, I, ne- I don't smoke pot. If it's just like ever, I'm never on stage high or anything. But I've done, I've done some stuff. just like. So in the right situation, you would do it? Like a rock concert or you're like at a party where I don't have to drive. Or it's, I think I'm a responsible, I know that sounds weird, but at like some dance, like, okay, this is going to be a dance thing. We're going to be here for a number of hours. Uh-huh. Let's do it. And then, hey, Wayne's doing ecstasy. <laughs> For, for the, but you wouldn't. So you do it at Burning Man, but you wouldn't do it right. at right, your exactly, house. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Wouldn't it? I, mean, I would never. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's not my thing. No. No. Not my thing. Are so. You, wait, have you ever done drugs or got drunk before going on stage? I mean, you perform for a long time. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You by long time you mean I do long sets. You, you're constantly on stage, like four or five hour sets, and I'm yeah, like, that's this what guy's I'm known get, for. I need a drink when I watch you. Yeah. It's a long it's time. A long, t- long time. He's been doing comedy a long time. This guy. <laughs> Non-stop. He started six years ago, but he's <laughs> God. He's been doing a long time. Has not stopped. <laughs> uh, I've tried a couple times. I don't know if I ever high, but I've tried like buzzed. Hated it. Really? Just hated it. Yeah. When I was younger, when I can get into the, mm-hmm. but it's a drunk mentality of like I'm really charming when I'm drunk. Right, right, right. But if I can get not too far, just a you little bit, I can do it. But then. One more sip, and you're too far, and you look like an idiot. Right now, do you know there's a comedian named Doug Benson? Have you ever heard of him? Yeah, of course. He gets high, and he it helps his show. He's great. It's uh, it's not like oh, he's a stoner, glassy eyed, and can't keep up with the conversation. Yeah, he's like as knowledgeable, witty, interesting as ever. Do you think he's better high or the same? I I don't I don't know I don't know if it's like he just has to that gets him to normal. Yeah, because he smokes that much pot. But it, he's not like a lazy stoner. He's not like a... No, because I'll see him, and then in the middle of the set, he'll just say, oh, I'm really high. And he's like, well, yeah. I had no idea he was high. Yeah, he's fantastic. So I, I'm not anti-drug in any way. Just not anti... I'm not for me. Right. Yeah. Same here. I, really? Well, I just... After, you mean for me? I don't think you should do drugs at all. <laughs> You're not a lot of fun. Stop trying to control me. <laughs> no. Okay? This is just a podcast. <laughs> let's, you know what? Let's do therapy. I think that would work. Oh, my God. I learned all about it. Learned all about it. Well, they try to make in this movie. They try to balance it out that the parents drink, like the dad's drinking scotch in the afternoon. Right, right, right. Then the mom takes Valium. Yeah, the, the, after the daughter comes out drunk, which is uh, stone, which is a great scene for people who are fans of Anna Green Gables. It makes sense. She's acting stone, quote unquote, with the sunglasses. Ah, uh, eating, eating nonstop, non- talking nonsense. Yeah, so great. <laughs> That's how I am when I'm drunk so doing stand up. But I also like the way it like tore the parents apart. Uh-huh. Like that was part of the issue. Also, it's like. I hate my kid now, and I hate myself for thinking that I hate my kid. Like, it was too real. Too real for me. Too real. So, I mean, <laughs> you make fun of these things for being blown up, but a lot of it was kind of real. Like, you thought so? Something like things like that. The idea of it, you know, the acting. You can put your elbow on the. No, table. I can't. I feel like it's <laughs> very casual. Yeah. <laughs> Are you trying to seduce me with the elbow on the table? It's yeah. very awkward. It is a small room. I do have a nagging cough, though. You want to take a break and some drink? No, no, no. I think I, there's nothing you can do about it. Really? It's just it's nagging. It's like <laughs> it's like my mom. 
It's like my mom. Your mom is a wonderful cougher. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Yes. She's not nagging. She she used to cough a lot though. Hey, just want to take a second here to tell you about a couple of bad movie nights. Of course, in San Francisco at the Dark Room Theater, every Sunday is bad movie night. If you're in England on January 18th, Nico is doing her bad film night or bad film club. They're going to show Anaconda 2, January 18th, the Riverside Studios in London. And then here back in the States, Saturday the 21st, John Mathot is showing a movie we reviewed called Night Train to Terror. Great, great film. Nico and I reviewed it. You check that out. I'll link it on this today's page. But it is awesome. And uh, booby alert. Lots of boobs. That's at the Complex Theater. All the information is on our Prowler Jones Facebook page. Ask to join. I'm probably on Facebook as you're asking, so I'll accept it. And then if you have a cult film night or cool film thing happening, feel free to post it. If you have a podcast, post it on Independent Podcast Alliance, which is a group started and a lot of great people on that. Independent Podcast Alliance on Facebook. Find out about other podcasts. And if you have a podcast, you can go there and meet other podcasters. All right. Enjoy the rest of the show. Girl would come in stone and she's... <sighs> That was the best scene. The best scene. The mom's making sandwiches for no reason. I don't know. The dad's chopping up something. Dad's chopping celery. The mom's <laughs> yeah, making peanut butter Earl, and jelly. Earl Holloman's chopping something. <laughs> and I don't even know what they spilled. Was it whipped cream? I don't even know what actually happened. Because it wasn't a big... Yeah, it was weird. They needed something there to spill. So right. they just put another random product there. And then when she leaves, the mom says, uh, this is terrible. I need a volume. Right, right. a great line. Oh, and then she goes, oh... Is this all there is? I thought I just refilled it, implying the kid is also stealing the Valiums. Right. That's good. Well, the dad goes, That's Anne. I'm calling uh, her. I should call her. They should have called her Anne. That would have been That would have been great. That would have fulfilled the fantasy. But the dad says to the mom, What are you eating those things? Like, right, right. Fuck you. You're, I'm an, either I'm an addict or a kid's an addict, and you're busting my chops. But she just gets worse. She goes in denial, and she goes to therapy, and she, the therapist has got great hair and a great vest. Which he, they try to show different days in therapy, so they re, they move. The they do a group around. therapy, and they and there is a little of an AA push in it as well. Yeah, the group therapy they have uh, the the black counselor who's wearing a cowboy hat with right. the kids. Yeah, that's weird. and then dressed up in like a nice shirt with the parents, so he's trying to fit in. That's what I love. I love the, I love the cowboy hat. <laughs> I always feel like is it? You know, that's like a costume, right? It's not like. <laughs> You're pretending to be a cowboy. But when you're in Texas, people are wearing... I know, it's, it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. It's it would so be like weird. if somebody was in like a, a like a, a suit of armor or something. Like, yeah, this is just the way we dress. <laughs> well, I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't have my hat on now, but you're wearing a baseball hat. Yeah, I have yeah. one over here. It's, it seems normal. It's as normal as wearing a baseball hat. I know. I know. And we're, in a weird way, it's like, what, am I Am I playing third base today for the Dodgers? <laughs> no. Uh, it's not really that bad in this studio. Right, right, right. Why would I need that? So in a way, I guess I mock the things I am to be. That's But Mel being Brooks. in Texas, uh, my buddy said, uh, oh, we're going to this club or whatever. He goes, I got to get my hat on. Like, he's oh. got to get, oh, like, you know, what? you're working in the field. <laughs> he's like, it looks stupid if we go to the bar and I'm not wearing a hat. <laughs> I know, I know. I guess it's, but I like the uh, the Sinatra hats are back. Those little, what are they called? Uh, douchebag hats? Somebody calls them. Somebody calls them douche hats. hats. The, the douche hipster hats. Yeah. What do you, you What do you think of those? There's a word for those hats. I want to say fedora, but that's not oh, right. Oh, for douche. For du- I don't know. What for douchebags or something. Yeah. 
Uh, I, you know what? Here's the thing. You, you, you no, it don't. Don't even comment on it. <laughs> um, the, the, those hats, they yeah. look good on you. Don't, you go to the store, you put them on, they look good. Yeah, especially if you're slightly to angle. And then you angle them to yeah, the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but once you walk outside of that, you're like, you uh, might as well wear a wizard hat. <laughs> you look like <laughs> such an asshole. I, you know, more powerful people can go out without a hat. I think you got to be young. I literally think, you know, there's a rule, somebody said, that like you can't wear retro clothes if you were alive when those clothes were actually in style. Yeah. Because then you're just like, oh, that's a guy who's never updated his wardrobe. As opposed to, oh, he's the cool kid with the trucker hat. But don't you think most guys haven't updated their wardrobe? Like most yeah, people, yeah, yeah. Seinfeld did a whole bit about that. You can uh-huh. tell when they just give up. They just give I don't up. I think he was giving up just not knowing, too. Just like, oh, uh, like, we don't care. Yeah, I don't know. Right. Yeah, this is what I buy. I but it's whenever I look at pictures of myself, I'm always like, oh, interesting. Uh, 70s, gap. 80s, gap. 90s, gap. <laughs> Dude, that's like, I never really. When I grew up, there was one store in town. It was a department store, Hanes. Oh. And I bought all my clothes there. And then one day they that's went That's not out, an was, underwear store? Also an underwear store. No, no, it was a different name or, I don't know, they owned department stores. Because I used to go to a place called Fruit of the Loom, which was not an underwear store. <laughs> it was a restaurant. <laughs> yeah, it's totally. really weird. It just gay people. <laughs> no, that would be and better. If, right. <laughs> and people making uh, cloth. Um, but it, yeah, it was just weird. When that place closed down, I didn't know what to wear for a long time. Where'd you grow up? In New Jersey. No, Montclair. Oh. Montclair? So, yes. Yeah. They, don't they have a famous dinner theater there? Uh, they had a famous uh, theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah whole theater company. Limpy okay. Dukakis won an Oscar. Yes. No big deal. Yeah, I know yeah. all about it. I think I took classes there. How'd you do? How'd the audition turn out? Not well, not well. No, but, they were uh, going different. They went a different direction. Yeah, they went talented. <laughs> they did. <laughs> That's <a> weird. <laughs> For that theater, that was a nice change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you know this, but I studied acting at NYU. So. Did you really? Yeah, with Lee. Really? Yeah, Lee Majors. What? He's <laughs> <laughs> very good. He's more than a $6 million man. Just, you know, when you get the side, you stare in the camera, mumble the line, and then beat. That's my impression of that show. And then repeatedly beat your wife. No, but I'm a big fan of uh, your buddy, Chris Christie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You think he should run? No. No, but I think he's an incredible politician. Why do you say that? Because he can put a sentence together spontaneously. Uh Uh-huh. And he gets funny. He's funny. Like it's as simple as that. Like he can, he can make an argument off, off the cuff. And also, it's he, not. It's not about most politicians, including President Obama, are about talking points. Like uh, this is my what I'm going to say. But he, pleasing everybody. Yeah, yeah, he's not. No. When when the hurricane was coming, he's like, "Get the hell off the beach." I was like, "Yeah, that's what you should be saying." <laughs> yes. Get the hell off the beach. Yeah. It's four o'clock. You're done. Get out. It was just great. I love him. I love. Him. I know some people think he's a bully, but I'm a fan. No, but that too. I mean, you got to be a leader, a little bit of a bully. He's also just straight talk. I know. And you know, and he's a Republican, but he's for gay marriage. Yeah. And he's not for civil unions, and not really. And right, right. You know, and maybe whatever you want to do in your house. He's like, no, I think that's what it should be. And they still love him. I, I don't know. I just like th- I just like somebody who's like a person like that, uh-huh. as opposed to oh, I'm so worried about making a mistake or offending somebody. But uh, but why don't you think you should run? <coughs> um, because he's been governor for two years. Yeah, it's as simple as that. Like he made a commitment to be governor. It's like be governor. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. I know this. He, he probably could win, but that's not that's not a reason to run. Right. Like but Obama. Make, 
Yeah, yeah. Like Obama, Obama ran too early. I think he did. I think so too. I don't know. I don't, let's not get into this. Let's not get in because I'm going to get a lot of mail from Ugh. Obama. And I voted for Obama. You did. I mean, this is my joke I did at the time. I was like, I'm not only supporting Obama, I'm actually um, donated to his campaign. Not, not money, but food because you don't know what they're going to do with the money. <laughs> But Anna Green Gables, you won't make fun of. No? <laughs> That's where you draw the line. That was funny. <laughs> That's great. I thought that was, I don't do political, you've seen me. I never do political jokes, but I thought that was pretty you funny. You do practical jokes. Oh, my God. <laughs> jokes are very Which practical. Which is difficult, different than a practical joke. A practical joke. Yeah, yeah, like yeah you know what that is. Like <laughs> you even explained to me what it was. You even explained to me what it was, and I have no idea. It's the I, weirdest thing, based on just the, my Annunciation of yes. it, the cadence. Yes. No idea. <laughs> Bizarre. Practical joke. I vision you on stage going, All right, right, right. I'm not doing a practical <laughs> joke. I'll do an impractical joke. Right. Um, yeah. So, well, this movie, they go through all the stages of this right. alcoholism. Awkwardly, or, back to the movie. Again. Yes. <laughs> People are here just for the movie, not for actual funny right. conversation. Right. Um, yeah, but. It, I don't know. Is there a solution to this film? Like these kids is AA. Yeah, it was like therapy. Your family loves you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was regular therapy and group th- group therapy was a big thing. And it's you have to admit you have a problem. That's yeah. Part of it. That was the first. It took her like, a long um, time. It took her a long time. She would yeah. not have it. Anne would not have. It. I kept calling her Anne. She would not have. She was like, yeah, I'm not an addict. What did she say? I'm an addict. I don't know. But it was, uh, it's, it's just so, I just love how, like, dated something from 1986 seems now. Oh, yeah, she's, the stereo, she's in a room smoking pot, the smoking pot scene. Yeah, yeah. She turns on this huge stereo. Yeah. Puts on sunglasses and dances around to fake rock music. Her parents go in the bedroom to confront her with a roach clip, and her room is a mess now. Right, right, right. She's listening she, to she, fake rock music, and. She got an F. She, she got, got an, an F. F in something. <laughs> Drugs, please don't do them. Don't do them. That's why I wouldn't do drugs in high school. Really, you were worried about? Well, just... my drugs, my drugs, my uh, grades were terrible in high school. Oh, and I was like, it's not going to help me. If right, I, right. I'm, I'm dumb already. But I, I didn't drink. It. I didn't drink in high school. Either. You didn't. I never got laid in high school. See, that's what I was it, a virgin all the way through. To when? About a week ago. Let's not get into it. But, uh, no, college, till college, till uh-huh. NYU, but. Uh, well, you can't get laid in my year. I know. You can't get in my you Forget it. Yeah. Might, not... <laughs> but uh, no, I graduated a virgin. I was just like, God, I can't believe it. So uh-huh. annoying. It was so annoying. I tried. I tried. You did try. Oh, my God. Yeah, really. I tried. Not good. But I was very, I was not, I had no confidence with women at that time. Is that your only, if you look back and you, you can fix it, you think you just having confidence would change it? Yeah. Yeah, I had no idea how, like, like that's all women needed was, like, just to, you to pay attention to them. Or at least approach them. Yeah, yeah, the very yeah, least. yeah. It's ridiculous. But it's all right. I, I'm not one of those, like, that's not my regret. What's your regret? Just the double murder. The double <laughs> homicide. 
Went over not getting laid in high school? No, I had nothing to do with it. Completely different wow. story. Completely different. That was uh, middle school. Get, that was middle school. That was middle school? I yeah, would go yeah. for not getting laid. Wow. Really? Over? The double homicide? Yeah. Oh, it's a regret. Oh, I, teenage sex was great. You don't know what you're doing. Oh, it's, yeah. It's annoying. It's got to be the best. You lost about a second. Oh, yeah. You missed out on a lot. Yeah. I mean, cramped in the backseat of the car. It's it fantastic. so great. Yeah, yeah. I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine how good that would be. Because yeah, it would just be just like, it's just about that. I, I don't think I would have been, I can't imagine be hornier. Can I say that word? As a teenager. Yeah. It was the worst. Yeah, you would have to, I would just, thinking back, I would think that was the height of me just. It was crazy. Yeah, like you're, just you're, you're out of your mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. know if you ever drank tequila and your eyes start shaking. That's how you are. What? You ever, maybe it's not good tequila. I've drank tequila a number what, of times. But it's just like, I just, as a kid, being so horny in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get rid of the tequila thing. I'll edit it out. Right. Because um, <laughs> you gave me that look. No, but you're just, your mind is so obsessed with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. I mean, just like, first period. Like, the first, yeah, you get not out. a girl's first period. Oh, I'm no. talking about first period in the school. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, you're into things. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, I was not into that at all. But it was just like, yeah, it was just like it was all those girls were all around you. So it must be insane. Like, do you think like a Muslim kid like no. has that same feelings? Yes. Like at yes. twelve and thirteen, yes. whenever that. They, that's why they pr- I, they do so many things. I don't know exactly, so I don't want to be ignorant. Right, but I think right, right. You do all these things like praying and, and rapping this and that just to get your mind off of it and to try to get because. You can't help it. It's natural. You wake up, you're 12 years old or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In your case, 32. You wake up one day and you just fucking, your mind is blown. It's blown. Yeah. It's so bizarre. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's so bizarre. So so that was the drugs thing. In, in, I don't think that was the problem. I don't know. I, I think that, that's what, I don't know. I was going to get into it. I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm moving on. What is the problem? I'm trying to bring it back to the film awkwardly. <laughs> Well, you succeeded in bringing it back to the film awkwardly. <laughs> nice work. That's perfect. That's perfect. Notes, say something that makes no sense, and they'll get back to it. All right, check. But if Burnt Reynolds did not do this film because he had to, that's really bizarre. All right. That's, I know. Yeah. And we're, we're going to try to find out why Judd did. Judd Nelson. Maybe once they got Burt, he's like, he's in. Or yeah, I would think because those were just, yeah, it could have been. Cause I could see him being a huge Burt Reynolds fan. Yeah. And just like, all your scenes are with Burt. You have to do it. It's two days or one day. They probably did it one day. It was on video. They didn't like yeah, it at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he was just like, yeah. Like, I could totally, because he seemed like the right age where he was like a, like a teenager or preteen when Smokey came out and all of that stuff. And the delivery of the jokes were really awful. He, he makes an old joke to Burt Reynolds oh, and yeah. he cuts up the, he just, he, he like, it was well, not, back a lot, in, not a lot of rehearsal. No, it was definitely the first day. Yeah. There wasn't any second takes. <laughs> can we try, can we work on the deliberate timing? Uh, the timing was when's lunch and when can we leave? Now, when does deliver, deliverance is 72, so this is. 86. Tw- yeah, so this is, yeah, 14 years after that. But this is after the decline, yeah, after all yeah, the Smokey yeah. and the Bandits and. The next thing I think is Evening Shade, which did well for a while. But. No, no, no. He was fine, but he was not. I mean, he was the biggest movie star in the country, the number one. Well, he says the world. The world, right? Of course, if you're the biggest one in the country, you're the biggest. But one he was huge. It was it's number one yeah, for a number of big, years. For number. Unbelievable! It's like George Siegel was a huge movie star. Yeah. Billy Crystal was a huge movie star. You just yeah, you don't see it. I don't know. Right. Um, George Siegel, Elliot Gould. You're just naming Jews now. I know, they all look like old relatives by the end. 
But it is weird. Burton Reynolds one day was like the biggest, you know, he's on every for a number of years and for, for all those years. Yeah. In the seven, early seventies, no doubt about it. But the movie's not always good, but on TV as himself, always fucking hilarious. He used to host the tonight show. It was great. Great, great, great stuff. He had a real good thing going. There's real. a great clip of him and Johnny Carson doing, uh, promoting longest yard, which is a great oh, really? movie. And it's about a 12 minute segment. And usually there's six. Yeah. And then they did like a two minute clip at the end. It was great. They just laughed at bullshit. And then he goes, oh, we got this great scene. And then there's a two-minute clip from the movie. Two minutes. And they're smoking the whole right. time. Right. Oh, so good. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Now, though, Reynolds had a really, really good thing going. And here's the craziest d- hated Boogie Nights. Really? If I'm not mistaken, he got nominated for that role, didn't he? Yeah, he should have won. He didn't win, though. But still. It's amazing. The, the it's actors the- don't know. They don't know. That's my point. Well, they don't he, know. He thought it was sh- like this stupid movie. He didn't want to do it. Yeah, it was short-sighted because it was huge. For, it was perfect That's my for favorite him. one of uh, his movies. Really? Paul Thomas Anderson, is that? Oh, I think it's a Burt Reynolds. No, no. That's not my favorite Burt Reynolds movie. What but, would you say is Burt Reynolds, your favorite? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I, I probably have to go Deliverance, but I'm, I, I mean, I like the first Smokey, and I like... Uh, there was like a, a romance he did with, um, I can't remember the name of this now. He was pretty good in, I'm not, it's not same time next year. This is embarrassing. No, that's uh, uh, Alan Alda. Yeah, you're right. It was with um, Joe Clayberg. He was very good in that movie too. He was, he's, Joe he's, Clayberg too was uh, recently passed, but she was yeah. in a ton of movies. Yeah, huge. huge. Yeah. Well, uh, an unmarried woman was her. That was, and yeah. then everybody tried to replicate that. Yes, yeah, yeah. She's, uh, uh, she, but the, you know, it's tough on actresses. I mean, actresses have such a short window. That's uh-huh. why Meryl Streep is like a miracle that she's right. still working. She's the one because she's the funny. One yeah, because she's funny and she can, you know, she did the voices and she was never like the hot girl. I hate to say it, but she was never. I she mean, she didn't need pretty. to hold on to it. Yeah, yeah. There was nothing she had to be like, oh. I still have to be cute or something like that. That's really sad when they have to do that. It was oh, it's tough. Uh, fuck, who's from um, Beverly Hillbillies? The daughter. Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah. Not Beverly it. Hills Cop. No, no, the TV show Beverly Hillbillies. Donna. She played the daughter of the hot. Daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw her in something. I don't. Uh, and she was wearing a wig. Uh, right. You know, With she's the bangs. 60. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, you still don't hot to... though, right? <laughs> yes. Donna, what was her name? I can't think of her name. Still good. I'm looking for this uh, the movie, but yes, it's, it's a great. He did some great movies about Longest Yard. What? Um, yeah, Longest Yard. Yeah, Mean Machine. A Mean Machine. That was the name of his thing on the back of his jersey. Uh, wasn't he in um, the stuntman movie? Well, Hooper, of course. Yeah, Hooper yeah. is great. I I just liked him. I just yeah, yeah. like he had a lot of good. What What do you think the uh, killed it for him? Do you think is the... I'll have to look at that, li- you know, his lit. I don't you know. Look at it? No. Cop and a half? No. Uh, do you think it's Lonnie Anderson, the bad press of uh, uh, people? there was that thing. I don't, I don't know. I don't, it's just, you know, it's, it's Hollywood. Like, there's going to be a younger guy and a... Right. You know, but he, he, if I'm not mistaken, look at his IMDb page. This is off the top of my head. Yeah. I guarantee he was working at the 50s. I think he even did a Playhouse 90, which was... Uh, the top live TV show of the late 50s on CBS. Uh, uh, yeah, 58 is his 58? First. Yeah. yeah, so he was working in the 50s. Just he think has, about that. He's doing a show called uh, This Is Television. 
In the 50s? No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> Welcome. No. Uh, in Playhouse 90, is that correct? Yeah, yeah. I know he did a Playhouse 90. So, did you steal that videotape, that, be- that Betamax? <laughs> yes. But he... Uh, but don't forget, I mean, in, ni- in the late 50s, Ronald Reagan was still just an actor. And Burt Reynolds was an actor at the same time. Right. Like, yeah, Ronald Reagan wasn't even actors. a... Yeah, they were both working actors at, right. at one time. Ronald Reagan's on GE Theater. Burt Reynolds is starting out doing these Playhouse 90s and other, I assume, less... Uh, substantial dramas, and then all of a sudden, Ronald Reagan had a whole governor presidency. All of that happened during Burt Reynolds' career. Right, he was That's governor how, during the height of his career, right? Yeah, well, Reagan was governor from, I know we're off on politics, 60, oh. 66 to 74. 66 to 74. Oh, okay. No, the height then <coughs> when he was the president then. Take it back. And then, eight, yeah, six years later... <clears throat> Uh, was president from obviously 88 to 88 or 81 to 89 to right. be more specific. Don't email me. I know you take office in January. Hey, the weird, one of the weirdest credits Burton Rounds has, I think, is that, sh- that syndicated sitcom Out of This World. What? It was a he show, was in that? It was a show about a girl whose dad was really an alien. Uh-huh. And she had powers. And Angie played her mom from the woman who played Angie in the show Angie. Yeah. Uh, Burt Reynolds was the voice of her father. Oh, really? Who talked to her at the end of the show. Cool. Yeah. They did 100 episodes. Uh, that's really bizarre. He just took the check. You know, I grew up in Florida for a little bit, so he has a dinner theater down there in Jupiter, oh, right. in Jupiter Florida. What is Jupiter like? Is it? Believe it or not, there's oxygen there and everything. <laughs> really? Yeah. You would think it's just like, what's going on here? Am I going to be... I can't breathe. Okay. It's totally fine. Is that <laughs> the town with the rings? Oh, yeah. that's Saturn, Florida. <laughs> right. Sorry. Uh, yeah, so uh, it's just weird. It's, have you ever been to Florida? Uh, yeah, I went to uh, the Panhandle to um, oh, okay. Panama City Beach, Florida for yeah. MTV Spring Break. You did? I was a PA for two years in a row. Who was? Uh, who were the comedians? Was it Adam Sandler? Was it... Um, it was, wait, I'm trying to think who else did it. Pauly Shore did it a couple years? It was after Pauly Shore. It was post Pauly Shore. Post Pauly. It was... Uh, they did a comedy night, and I remember um, Jim Brewer right. was yeah, on it. Yeah. And, uh, Jim Brewer hosted my uh, premium blend. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, excellent. Just a little trivia. Whoa, what's going on? He yeah. was super nice. Um, I had met him because I was hanging out with Tom. Hedberg, by the way. He you was remember on Mitch Hedberg? Yeah. Hedberg uh-huh. and I did our first premium blends together. Oh, that's fantastic. What happened to that guy? Have you heard from him? <laughs> He's not calling me back. He's I not returned. He's supposed to be on the, the He'll show be next. later. Okay, We're yeah. taping him later He's on. totally dependable. He is? Totally. Yeah, Mitch. Oh, my God. Are you kidding? That's what everyone straight said shooter, about him. Straight shooter. Yeah. He'll be there. <laughs> He'll be there. Poor guy. But, uh, he was, yeah, Brewer was super nice. That I was a, yeah. a PA there, and I was literally, oh, literally great. digging. It was the greatest time. I had so much fun. But I was literally digging ditches for phone lines in the beach. In the, like what? my dad with the cable. Yeah, like your dad yeah. with the cable. Yeah. Literally doing that. and. I had called him to see if he wanted to hang out because I heard he was coming to Florida and he didn't call me back because he's a yeah. big star. And I was yeah, yeah. But he came right up to me he, and talked to me for a while and said, hey, and left. And all the other PAs were like, oh, Mr. Big Shot, uh, he's a celebrity. Da, da, da. But it was super nice of him to, to come and talk to a kid. I just let's be honest. What were the girls like down there? Fucking insane. Insane, right? They insane. Just to be on camera on MTV, just to be near it. Yeah, it was, oh. cra- it was like a golden pass. It was ridiculous. Imagine. And yeah, and we had our own. Cause the yeah, was, that house. You yeah, had the house, right? Yeah. yeah, I know. It was we, better we, than the apartment I lived in. It was. I had my <laughs> own room. Another in New York, but I had windows in this place. I had a room, you know, windows in New York. 
Uh, it was amazing. Do you remember who else was? You know, because Kindler did one of those too. Was he on? I think so. uh, Gilbert Godfrey was there. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Dickie Barrett, uh, his band, um, Mighty Mighty Boston's. Oh, okay. So we're coming along. That's like. It was 95? Mid 90s, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I was on another job the year, a year later, oh, and I wanted. Great jobs. I wanted to get fired so I can go work at MTV Spring Break. And I was Do so you have psyched. any photos from that? Maybe. Yeah, I think, oh, I, did, I don't know if I still have but I took a bunch because there's a club called uh, Club La Vila, which is like like the Jersey Shore Club. You know, the, everyone's like in the Jersey Shore is getting drunk. There was a wet t-shirt contest there. So there's a lot of pictures of uh, just people getting crazy that I took crazy. from my camera. And we had to clean up bo- cans and bottles from underneath the club one day. And we were looking up, there was a wet t-shirt concert, contest. And the guy's like, I said, this is like a fucking janitor's job. He's like, not really. <laughs> Look, right, right, there's right. girls getting... And old people sitting there watching the girls doing it too. The retired guys. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my God. But uh, yeah, it was fun. Uh, this truck driver, picked, I had to go pick something up from a truck driver. And he's like, I was 25 at the time. He's like, I'm 35. I'm way too old. You're just in the cuffs. You better fucking enjoy yourself. <laughs> yeah. Like, you better go crazy. Yeah. I assume you did. Anyway, listen, it was great talking to you. Yes. Okay, no, so let's end this. Let's end this. No, no, but uh, let's end it was this. ridiculous. I don't think people want to hear my uh, war stories. Yeah. Uh, I became a man. I, I'm just saying that. I didn't know you were in the service. <laughs> Tell me about your war stories. What? MTV War. Uh, what? I, I, this is a PA for the war. You were at the war. first Iraq war? I was there shooting. <laughs> me and Duff. What they call war stories? Yeah, I spent a weekend in uh, Panama Beach. <laughs> That's my war stories. <laughs> yeah, people actually go to war and have stories. They should have. Did those. they have sunblock? Because I was fucking burnt by the end of the three weeks. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. All that beer. I drink. All right. How did we do the wrap up? Wow. Look at you. We've got things to do. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. What do you, would you recommend people see this movie? Yes, definitely. If you're into, yeah, schlocky kind of, yeah, definitely. I think it's a good and thing. Especially if you've seen Anne of Green Gables. It's, it's a mind blower. Right. Mind blowing. And I then, mean, it was. Don't forget, there was a there was a movie version of Man years ago. But I'm talking about the highly rated Canadian PBS. I think you all know what I'm talking about. And then uh, I think also if you want to get high and watch this movie, I think it, it'd be a fun movie. Ah, uh, that would be interesting. Yeah. I don't know if I endorse that. I don't know if I endorse that. Not because you're being prude. You just don't think it would work. I don't know. I just feel like you can enjoy it without like the extra level of like, uh, look at the irony. We're getting high watching an anti drug movie. Yeah. Eh, yeah, it's yeah. still enjoyable. Okay, okay. Is there a moral to the story, to this movie? No. There's just, uh, no, just be careful what you, <laughs> there's no more. I have nothing. Good. All right. Thanks, Wayne. Uh, where can people find you? Uh, uh, you have a GeoCity site we talked about before? Yeah, I have a, a Hotmail account, <laughs> and I just got my Commodore 128 going, and so I'm going to be doing some uh, spreadsheets later this afternoon. No, it's just Wayne Fetterman dot. And then C-O-M. Never worked. Yeah, I swear yeah, to God, that won't last. Yeah, I don't know what that is. No. I'm sticking with my AOL hometown homepage. So it's just uh, WayneFetterman.com. There's another. There's a HTTP. I don't know what all that is. <laughs> the you WWW. To, WWW you need yeah, that I don't even know what it is. I don't know. Yeah, all of that. I don't know how that all works. But eventually you get to WayneFetterman. Dot. dot. Don't spell out dot. You <laughs> no. actually put like a period oh, there. Oh, do you have an eraser? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> White up. Uh, that's great. Thank you, Wayne, so much. Uh, it's Prowler Resents. Go ahead. No, that's it. Prowlerresents.com and at Prowlerresents on the Twitter. Thanks.
Adam, that, we're, we're out of time for this interview. <laughs>